Hi, my name is Ashton Fish, and I am the host of SoundMind Podcast and Blog. Today, we're talking to Andrew Ritchie, the president of LPU, licensed therapist and pastor, about how to navigate social media in a healthy way during this time. I hope you enjoy this podcast today. Well, welcome, Angie, to the SoundMind Podcast and Blog. I'm so excited to have you on here today. I'm actually representing right here with my windbreaker, LPU. Thank you so much. Can you give us a little bit about uh, yourself and and who you are? Because maybe our our audience doesn't know you. Yes. Hey, Ashton. I love the windbreaker. It looks amazing. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm Angie Ritchie, and I'm the president of Life Pacific University. In fact, I'm here right now, and I have an empty campus because we're all in isolation. So I... Shout out to my Life Pacific people. Uh, we have a, a lot of students out there, a lot of alumni, and um, I'm just so honored to be on here today. I'm also a licensed therapist, so I got to spend time at camp with your with your students, our students. So shout out to all the SoCal students, and I can't wait to hang with you this summer. Yeah, thank you so much, Angie. We had a wonderful time with you at camp. You always kill it. You do a great job at presenting, and that's why even today I was like, let's continue this conversation about social media, um, about how to have a sound mind on social media. So can you just give us a little bit of uh, wisdom right now on social media? How do we have a sound mind through this COVID-19 pandemic? Ashton, that is such a great question. Okay, first of all, what is a sound mind? Does anyone have a sound mind right now? (laughs) Within a matter of weeks, our lives have totally changed and we've lost um, a lot. Uh, And there's so much ahead we are are so uncertain about. So uh, this is where we need Jesus more than ever. We need to be grounded and rooted. So let's talk about what a sound mind is. So I think of the first Timothy uh, passage, it says, for God has not given a spirit of fear, but a spirit of uh, power, love, and sound mind. So it's it's stable. It's Mm delivered, it's consistent, the, the, the language is it's protected and revived, logical rooted. And what is not a sound mind, it's unstable, it's illogical, mm-hmm. distorted, fear-based. And so right now there's a lot of fear and yeah. uh, social media, I just have to say social media and connectivity now is um, more important than ever. Yeah. And this is, I think, our lifeline in a positive way. So I don't want to sit here and diss um, social media. Thank God for it. Thank God that we can connect with people. But I think as disciples of Christ, we have to really consider what it means to have a sound mind and how do we do that um, in these days. So um, I have a few things I want to share with you because if we don't navigate our mind, that's where the battle is, Ashton. Yeah. A fear, anxiety. Um, stress, um, lies about ourselves that, especially in isolation, our minds can get the worst of us, right? Mm -hmm. I would ask you, I want to kick it back to you for a minute before we get into some ways to navigate this, is how's your mind? How are you keeping a sound mind right now? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing that I'm doing is just making sure I'm having that time with my family, um, you know, connection with my wife and my baby. Um, if you haven't seen my six-month-old daughter, I'm so glad to be quarantined with that cute little ball of love, but also just making sure I'm doing my spiritual disciplines and practices, um, praying, spending time doing centering prayer, which is just sitting in God's presence and centering my own soul. Um, breathing exercises has been huge, and that's something we've talked about on this past uh, podcasts and blogs. So for me, it's just making sure I'm having the spiritual disciplines to root me and connect me. And then also just my family. I think it's so important to be connected with them right now. And I would say for everybody, you know, that's, that's huge. Make sure that you're connecting with the people in your home well, but also if you don't have that, 
thank God for social media, like we're saying, thank God for FaceTime and all of those connections. Um, but Angie, as I think about it, so many people on social media, we're getting all these mixed messages. Like you said, there's so much fear. There's, there's all these different news um, you know, reporting that we're hearing on, on social media that might not be true as well. And so I think when we're asking that question of how do we have a sound mind, I think it's so important right now because there's so many, there's so much mix up, there's so much confusion and fear. So I'm really looking forward to jumping back with you of just what are some of those practical things? What are some yeah. boundaries? What are some things that we can do right now to, yeah. to have a sound mind? The boundaries are absolutely mission critical uh, because there's things that we fall, traps we fall into. We, we fall into the trap of um, comparison on social media, okay? Yeah. And what is everyone doing? The fear. We escape our feelings. Many of us just are not centering like you just said. They're not, we're not being grounded. We're not connecting with our family. We're escaping into entertainment, into we're, we're um, escaping into things we shouldn't be watching. Also, um, it's, social media can be very dangerous because it's filled with bad bonding. We're bonding mm. with the wrong types of people, the wrong kinds of things. Um, we're isolating ourselves. And I think we're more, more vulnerable to um, all kinds of things that aren't of God. And so this is the boundaries that we need to talk about right now. So number one, I'm going to share a slide that I think will be really helpful uh, for, for our audience because this is really key for us is if we don't have boundaries, and again, self-leadership, see, Ashton, you're older. You and I, we have the ability um, to... We have the ability to have those boundaries. We, we yeah. aren't necessarily um, dig digital natives. I think you are, I'm not. But a mm -hmm. lot of students really are, this is what they know. And, and social media has a strong um, addictive power. In fact, yeah. the same chemicals induced through social media is the same of like drugs and cocaine and cigarettes. Wow. It makes us feel good. It connects us. It's that, it's that love hormone. So then all of a sudden we come down off of that oxytocin and that dopamine, and then we need another hit. So we have to be really careful. So boundaries are so important. And, um, so I'm going to share this real quick, if I can pull it up. Um, and I think that you guys will appreciate this because really, I think if you are here and you're, um, if you're taking notes, I need you to take notes on this. So the first boundary really is we have to think about is just unplugging. We have to unplug our lives and we have to be able to uh, be willing to just block everything out um, and give ourselves permission. Uh, I think a lot of people feel afraid that they can't stop what they're doing. They can't stop that engagement. So number one is, is just give yourself permission to be a human being yeah. and to unplug and to just feel something different and to begin to engage in things that maybe you haven't in a very long time. So that's really key to do that. Um, secondly, I want you guys to think about another way is to set limits. How many of you guys have set limits? I don't know, Ashton. Limits I are hard. They are hard. And on my iPhone, thankfully, there is that new feature that you can set limits. So that's a really helpful tool. Yeah. Exactly. So set limits. So that's number two. So set limits, I would say uninstall your apps. If you don't um, uh, have that and you are too, I think, consumed with your apps, your games, Pinterest, Fortnite, whatever, just uninstall. Take a break. So set limits. Um, some of you, there's timers you can set for yourself. Some of you need to go cold turkey and just say, you know what? I just need to take a break. I will tell you this, those students that I met at camp, and you're on here, some of you are watching and listening, is that you, y'all need a break. 
Yeah. And you sometimes want an intervention. You want people to intervene and say, you know what? No phone. And I can't tell you how many youth were excited to not have their phone. Yep. It was true. So set limits. Uh, number three, I would say, uh, no negative people or influences. No negative people or influences. If there is anyone that is, we're going to talk about cyberbullying in a minute, but if there is anyone that's harassing you, block. Yep. If there is a, an artist or a model or, or a superstar that you're following or um, a blogger you're following that is not making you rise higher in your life, that is making you feel less than, that again, they can't make you feel that way, but our response could be a negative block. Yep. If, there's, if you're finding yourself being jealous, compare, comparing yourself, if you find yourself, um, again, spending less time with Jesus, and more time focused on self. Listen, it says that after 20 minutes of social media, you begin, the fun starts to dissipate and we actually increase anxiety. Hmm. So, wow. so 20 minutes. And, and sometimes we can, an hour later, we're still, you know, I don't know about you and TikTok lately, but <laughs> kind of fun. I love watching Justin Bieber. So it's super great. So, <laughs> but you can just waste your time and all of a sudden half your day is gone. So no negative people, um, no negative influences. That means also watching your eyes. The mm. word very specific about guarding your heart. Yep. Or from it flows life. It flows everything. And so if you're watching stuff that's garbage, if you're lusting over people you shouldn't be, if you are have becoming um, worldly in your mindsets, um, you're going to be influenced. And, mm -hmm. and, you got to guard yourself. We are not impervious to this. And now more than ever, Ashton, in COVID-19, when we're isolated, we are vulnerable. Our yep. kids are vulnerable. I would say parents, set a limit. You're the boss. Yep. You're the boss. Yep. We act like, you know, parents act helpless. Like, I don't know what to do. Listen, your, your kids are doing this because somehow they, they had permission to do it. Mm -hmm. And so setting boundaries and, and not just boundaries, but instill values that, that, you guys are enough. You don't need to compare. Focus on your life. I told the students over at camp, live your life, uh, get a life, learn something. So, yeah. so and so then good. my last, yeah, my last one would be, so one, give yourself permission to unplug. This is a time to test yourself. Unplug and see how you do. Number two, set limits. Install, uninstall apps, have accountability group, um, be disciplined. Number three, no negative people or influences. No porn. Come on. Watch your, holy, watch your Hollywood obsession. Listen, yep. we're so focused on idols and it's, it's, we, are, we are longing for things that isn't our life. God has a plan for your life. Live your life. Learn something. Play guitar, play piano, learn a language, build a business. Build a business online. Come on. Yeah. People are making lots of money that way. So I just want to encourage you all to rethink how you spend your time because while people are out making money and influencing and getting degrees, uh, a lot of us are just wasting our time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Angie, with that, there, there's something that I think I felt uh, in this time is that I want to, I want to know what's going on, right? I want to see what's happening. I want to know the news report. I want to you know, see what's going on in people's lives. And I think we're afraid um, to disconnect. But what I found is that when I disconnect, that actually re-centers me and reconnects me 
um, in a way that I, that I couldn't even expect. Like yesterday, my wife and I went on a walk and we just went out uh, together for an hour and we haven't felt that good in weeks. Just going out on that walk together, turning off our cell phones, disconnecting, unplugging, that just brought so much joy and life back. And one thing you said that was really astounding is after 20 minutes, the joy and the fun leaves. And I think I've been there on my phone too, where I'm like, oh, this is cool, checking it up. And then it's like, you kind of get that, that zombie, you know, thumb and zombie eyes. And I think that's really important for us to maybe even just set that limit of 20 minutes. Hey, 20 minutes on social media, that's cool. But then get off, go do something, go learn something else. Um, thank you so much for that right there. That is huge. I love that. Okay, we got to think about it is dip in, dip out. Uh, because otherwise we wire ourselves for this need for false connection because that's what it is. We're, we're more connected, but lonelier. So yep. we're, and, and so that 20 minute lull, then we're going to seek some new excitement. So we'll post a picture, we'll engage, we'll do something. And then we're totally meeting this need that we have that is unsatiable. So yep. dip in, dip out 20 minutes and then go live your life. And, and what, you, what you and Toya are doing is amazing. In fact, I'm hearing stories about this everywhere that people are saying, I am connected with my kids like I never have. Kids are playing in the backyard. They're coloring. They're cooking. We're doing so much cooking at my house. I uh, have a bunch of foodies, and we have just engaged new recipes. It's been incredible. So there is a silver lining to this isolation time. Totally. And then one thing you mentioned briefly, but I think a lot of people struggle with and a lot of time is a secret thing, as you said, hey, no porn. And I think in this time, I just want to encourage you guys, the audience on here, the listeners uh, on the vlog, hey, stop it. Just stop it. Delete that app. And the biggest thing that has helped um, multiple people in their lives is you got to confess it. So if you have that accountability, like Angie said, just confess that you've been looking at porn. That's how you're going to get freedom from it. If you just pretend like it doesn't exist and keep push, pushing it off and keeping it as a secret, obviously it's, it's never going to get dealt with. So I just want to encourage you right now. God can give you freedom and help in that. You just got to confess it and you got to stop it. So thank you, Angie, for bringing up and being willing to talk about some of these hard things with us. Oh gosh, you know, my pleasure, my heart is so for the next generation. And, and the thing is, there is an assault on um, our youth and our young adults yeah. and it never stops. It's relentless. It's relentless. So I, I want you all to know that um, you did not choose the world and the time that you were raised, but you can uh, choose how to lead yourself and, uh, and you have to unlearn some of the habits. Again, a lot of this addiction stuff, it, it's, it's addiction, yes, but you have bad habits. So you got to break the habit and learn and read about habit making and habit forming um, because that will give you the tools to unlearn some of the, the behaviors. In fact, we're automatic. We automatic pick up our phone. We automatic scroll. We automatic do whatever. So I want us to be mindful and in the moment so we can begin to design our lives and lead ourselves because you and I are ultimately responsible for our lives, the way we love, yeah. the way we live, the way we lead. Our joy, again, is, is, is what we choose. Uh, if we say that our joy is contingent upon external circumstances, uh, we've lost all power. And God says, you know what? He's, not, he's given us power love yeah. inside mind. So we got to take our power back and, and lead ourselves. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we have agency. We have a choice. You get to, you're the only one that gets to lead your life. So thank you for reminding us of that. Um, and especially even right now about habits. I don't, I don't know the specific stat, but I've, I've heard between 30 days and 40 days it takes to start a new habit. Is it something like that? 
Okay, so what, what, 21 days to build a habit. Okay, okay. 21. So began to really start to create a new neural pathway in about 21 days, but it takes about 90 days to lock it in. Okay, so it's repetition, repetition, repetition. Yep. I know we wanna feel our way into a habit. It's not gonna happen. I, I don't think you're feeling your way to the gym. I mean, who wants to go to the gym? I wish I did. I wish I did. I don't. Um, but we have to. We have to be intentional about new behavior, and we have to do it over and over and over and over again. And if you can make it ninety days, it's pretty much locked in. That's awesome. Well, and then thinking about this time, we at least have another month of us being self-isolated. So we can start these new habits. We can actually look at this as an opportunity to install some of those things we didn't have time for or to stop the bad habits and start the new ones. So thank you for that. That's good. Um, let's move into the bullying question. I love your last point with the boundaries was no negative influences. And so can you talk to us a little bit about how you deal with bullying online um, on social media? Yeah, this is big. In fact, um, Pew Research uh, came out with a stat in late 2018 that almost 60% of teens are bullied online. Wow. So, so cyberbullying is a big deal. Some of the things, uh, number one, is, is uh, offensive name calling, number one. So just cursing and, and declaring horrible things over each other, terrible. Um, two is spreading false rumors is number two. Um, receiving explicit um, explicit images that they didn't ask for. So sex, sexting sexual images, about 25% of teens have experienced that. Wow. You have constant asking of where they are, what they're doing, um, other than their parents. So we're talking about dangerous people that are trying to get in your business. And then also physical threats. And then the last is about, um, again, sharing uh, images of, of, of the person you're talking to without permission. So this is a big deal. Uh, what the research shows is that teens feel that parents are protecting them, but the churches, the schools, um, the law enforcement, um, they don't feel protected by society. So I mm. found that very interesting. So yeah. what I know works um, in terms of cyberbullying, because if you're online, you're going you're gonna to face it. The number one key is block. You have to extinguish the behavior by not giving it one bit of attention. It doesn't mean it doesn't affect you. In fact, I would encourage anyone that experiences this that you tell someone, you tell a parent, you tell a teacher, do not experience this in isolation, but you have to block it out. I mean, you literally have to unfriend or block. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Uh, the second uh, most effective uh, way to overcome cyberbullying is to ignore it. Again, it goes, you block it physically or through an app, but then you don't give it attention. A lot of teens said that when they stopped engaging or they, or they dipped out for a bit, it ended. That's so good. that's a way to deal with it. Um, walk away, uh, report. Also, I would say if you experience any cyberbullying on an app or is report it right away. Mm -hmm. Like you can just report. Yeah. And explain what's happening. So that really, really helps. Again, talk about it. If it gets really bad and you feel like, um, I, I have worked with teens that have literally moved schools because of bullying. Wow. Both cyber and um, just physical bullying. So wow. we got to take this seriously. This is no joke, but for any child to suffer in silence and, or any parent or supervisor to not intervene, can't happen. 
Yeah, no, that's so good. Yeah, I like the two points of that to report because we don't want anybody else to be abused by that bully or that person. And that's a way to protect ourselves, but also others. But um, Angie, can I be vulnerable with you for a second? Um, yeah. Yeah, so when I was up at camp, I was being bullied. I had somebody, an adult bullying me, um, sending me Facebook messages and some of the, the Gen Z are like, what's Facebook? No, I'm kidding. But um, I had somebody sending me Facebook on instant messenger and it was really bad. And so I, I warned the person, hey, stop you know, using those words towards me and you know, things like that. They kept going and it was just really, it was, it was 100, I think it was 120 messages I counted from this individual. I mean, it was Okay, insane. wait, stop, stop, stop. Are you serious? I'm serious. Um, while I'm at camp, while we were doing camp together, and it was just like, whoa, what's this person's deal? And and so I'm not going to glorify that person or say, you know, their name or anything that was being said, but it was amazing. I just decided to delete that person and block it. And the amount of anxiety, the amount of um, pent up stuff that I didn't even realize was on me, it just like whoosh, fell right off as soon as I blocked that person. So as somebody that just went through this, and, and sometimes it's hard because you have a connection with that person. Maybe it's an old relationship or friendship or whatever. Um, but I just had to let it go. And it was amazing. So I can attest by personal story that blocking works and it's so good. So thank you for saying that. Ashton, this is such a great story. And for all that you that who are listening, all you that are in high school, even junior high, college, listen, this is absolutely the way to go. Uh, I think we think, oh gosh, someone posted um, a, a uh, Instagram um, graphic, how to deal with narcissists and <laughs> five top things to deal with narcissists. And it was all stay away, stay away, stay away, stay away. <laughs> um, I think the reality is, is what, what you did was so important is, is one is you took, again, you didn't tell the bully to stop. You changed your behavior. Hmm, that's and I think this is where we think that we need a rescue listen, people won't always rescue us. We have to, if someone's kicking you and you tell them to stop, listen, you, they, they might not stop. So you have the responsibility to get up and leave. And what you did, Ashton, is you actually, um, you restricted access. So you stopped the access from that person to you and you took away their power. Yeah. You also freed yourself, which is critical. So you freed yourself and you felt peace. We don't have to endure negative energy or negative people in our lives whatsoever. And I think the Christian community has, I think just culture in general, doesn't have to be Christians. We, oh, we don't want to block people. We don't want to cut people out of our lives. We, yeah. we want everyone to get along, but that's not real life. And that's not biblical. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we, we have to begin to think about boundaries. And if we're around unsafe people, they don't get access. Yeah. They get access. And I'm proud of you, Ashton. Great job. Boy, I, I sure <laughs> want to know this. Too. You're going to have to talk. <laughs> I'll, tell you after, I'll tell you after our call. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for saying that. And, and Angie, as you were saying that, I just felt like I just needed to tell our audience right now, if, if you're experiencing that right now, please block that person after you listen to this podcast and blog. If someone is abusing you, you're too amazing. You're too precious. You're too awesome to be abused like that. So please, please, um, please do that and block that person. So thank you, Angie, for addressing that. Um, last question. During this time, like you said, our influence on social media, uh, our voice is so much louder than ever before. And so I, my last question was, how can we use our platform? How can we use our voices to spread hope and life in our circle of influence? 
And you already mentioned a few things, but I just want to end on that note because really we're living in a time where we can, we can really do some great things right now on social media. You are so correct. I mean, this is our moment. Um, our access is incredible. Our platform is, is powerful. And so how we use this tool and how we use our voice is very important. In fact, we have to be, again, if we want God's blessing, we don't get God's blessing if we're out of God's will. Okay, so if we are in alignment, we love God, uh, we want to serve him, then we need to steward our lives and technology really well. And so how might God want you to use your influence, your platform? And I'm going to ask everyone listening in this moment is what is God calling you to do? Who can you encourage today? How can you be positive and bring life? Uh, how can you start a, an accountability group or an encouragement group that connects and brings life? You know, I love a passage in Hebrews that says, do not forsake the gathering um, of believers because it's in the gathering where we stir up one another in love and good works. So that word um, stir up actually means provoke. Like it's like we have to push each other to love and good works. So what a way to connect, to stir each other up in the positive. So yeah. use your platform to encourage people, um, build one another up. Uh, I would say use social media to lift yourself up. Uh, I always tell this story, you know, Angie Ritchie listens to several podcasts before I even get to work because I got to pump up my heart. I got to yeah. fill my soul. I got to get encouraged in the word. I got to get the word in me so that I can pour out to others. So it's a great tool for uh, individual discipleship, coaching, but then what a way to give back. So send your love and your light to the world because we need it now more than ever. That's so good. Yeah. Make sure that we have good sources in our life. And that's what we were talking about today, making sure there's light and life speaking to us on our social media, but then also out of that now we will overflow light and life uh, to other people. So Angie, thank you so much for being on here with us today. Um, I just want to say you've been such a big personal blessing in my life um, for being a student at LPU um, or back at LPC when it was LPC, but um, you've just been somebody that has spoken life into me personally. I think we even had one counseling session before and you saved me literally. So I just want to say thank you. You're my president. Um, thank you for being a pastor and pastoring me in this time. Um, thank you for being a therapist, but also thank you for being a daughter. Thank you for being a daughter of God and, and continuing to live out your purpose and doing it so well. So I appreciate you today. Oh, Ashton, thank you so much. Can I just say, uh, I just appreciate you so much. And I thank you for the opportunity to be able to serve at camp and talk to so many hundreds of youth every summer uh, to talk about their heart, their mind, because they're, they're each called by God. They may not do the yep. same thing, but if you're listening today, I want you to remember that you are called by God for a purpose. Yep. And the enemy wants to destroy that purpose. So steward your heart, your mind, and know that you are loved by God Almighty and you're loved by us. And we believe in you and cannot wait to see what God wants to do in you. And you know what? Like Ashton Fish, come to Life Pacific University. We build leaders here. Love you, Ashton. You're the best. Such an honor to be with you. Awesome. Thanks, Angie. And yes, I will put up LPU on our podcast and our vlog so you can get connected with Life Pacific University. Um, it's a great school with the best president um, so far, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Angie Ritchie, thanks again for being on here today. Thank you.